Gentlemen, start your engine! Good afternoon, Radio Hotman. For those who don't know, Radio Hotman, thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the little, uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotman. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. No. <laughs> I'll be coming out forthwith, I'm sure. Oh, it's going to Heartland again. Oh, the old Heartland. It's funny because hey. Dave got given a bottle of that today. But why are you poking that microphone what? in my face? It doesn't matter because I'm closer to it and you're further away. So I'm moving over here be. then. Well, buggier then. All right, well, let's get into it because it's, well, it's, it's that running. Is it? Show. It is. And uh, episode viewers. G'day viewers. Here we are, it's Christmas. <laughs> it's a Christmas episode, Radio Hotlap. Episode 72 viewers. 72. Uh, welcome. 73. I was going to say, is it, I said to you, is it 73 or something? Oh, it's oh, tricking you. just trying to trick me. You know, the year goes by that quickly, JP, and it's great this to have you here. This is the second or the third Christmas show we've done. This is the third Christmas show. That's what Christmas I was thinking show. as I drove here, and I thought, am I imagining things or not? But yeah, it is. We did our first Christmas show. Not long after we started, really. Moving the microphone just to suit the viewers. Yeah. Um, yeah, in 2005, when we oh, had yeah. international here with the ears, and uh, remember and how we international took over? And all the rest of it. And that's it. Yeah. Notice how he didn't come yeah. back the following year. No, he didn't. No, no, he's very busy. Yeah, and he's not back this year. He's, in fact, he, uh, Dennis was telling me earlier that he landed in uh, good old Georgia today. International poorly. He's uh, Merry he's, Christmas International. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Paul. It's got he's got a two day gig for panels today and tomorrow. He doing swore a bit he'd of, never go back. Well, he's doing a bit of stealth like work on something or the other for That's a couple of days. Yeah, a bit of that, a bit of Michelin, a and bit then of this. Uh, sooner or later he's moonlight, he's gonna catch him out. And then apparently he's uh, straight off to the in laws for Christmas. That's right. Down in Atlanta. He shares well, doesn't he? He, he always does. gives everybody a bit of his business. Yep. Yeah, so anyway. Everybody gets a little bit of Michelin, a bit of Panos, <laughs> bit of A1GP, bit of Formula Super League. Uh, or Super yeah, League Formula, Formula, Formula Super, Super League. Yeah, so yeah, so get it right. Well, Rusty, Rusty said, oh, JP. What? Oh, Bris oh, Vegas has brought you a beer. An umbrella. Stop <laughs> Thanks, Claire. Oh, there's beer. your Bris Vegas oh. beer. Thank you. Actually, could you would, would you like a pale or a or a lager? A Cooper's I prefer lager. a lager, actually. I must oh, really? say, I really Bris Vegas, would you mind? Thanks. Thank you. Could you just get it right the first time? Cooper's, you know. I mean, you lagers, know, like, I lagers always. Can't good. believe One she's of my come favorites. back a year later and she's still got the gig. <laughs> you fool. Rusty uh, sausage. How yeah. are you? Oh, look, the rust's just laying there. She was over the moon when I arrived. She's over the moon because how good is the backyard? Yeah, viewers, I have to say we're at uh, Radio Hotlap World Headquarters here uh, in Norwood and Johnny has finally had the backyard detailed. Thank you, Claire. And uh, Unopened. It is just sensational. It's like the grass is mowed, the the weeds are gone, the the nasty stuff's been poisoned off. Um, It just looks totally stunning. I can't believe it. And I came out earlier on. And he's even got like these square planter boxes. And for the first time ever, there's actually plants in them instead of just cigarette butts. 
That's also they're not my cigarette butts. I know they're not your cigarette butts, but what do you think other well, people do when they come right. in? But I put they the cigarette cigarette-smoking <laughs> people. You'll notice that I've actually filled <laughs> the centre where the dead stump was removed from. Ah. Actually, the dead stump was taking your eye. <laughs> there was greenery around it to reveal a nice central cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Repository. Good yes. word. Good word. Thank you, JP. <laughs> Well, mate, I suppose it's got to be our Christmas show. It does, absolutely. So here we go. It is. Christmas it is, and here we are. What a year it's been. It has been a bloody amazing year, actually. Had a few good things happen, a few not-so-good things happen, but, you know, overall, it's been a a pretty reasonable year, I reckon. Allard be happy. Allard be happy. Allard. Well, we're in this part of the world where the... uh, Religions are quite free. Al would be <laughs> happy. Are you Wally? Al Simonson. Alan, the GT champion of Australia, mate. That's right. Yes, well, going back a week ago, there we were at Sandown. It was a little bit of an anti-climax. Alan did end up going into the final race uh, on equal points uh, with Bryce, Bryce Washington, Washington after yeah. having Bryce drop his um, worst Bryce. round, which was virtually... Uh, his clips all round and Alan dropping his effectively well, made Alan didn't was, really have a bad round though, exactly did he? so Alan 17, 17 points 17 down behind. yeah he got three points for taking pole and David Wall alongside him it was a bit of an odd and odd event really because uh, I thought it would have been a, a real real showdown yep but it uh, wasn't to be one and a half laps in in um, Bryce's uh, Lamborghini Raider engineering Gallardo caught fire. Something had gone awry with a fuel seal, and some fuel had leaked onto. It's well, a bit, it's a bit vague. In the cockpit or something. Yeah, apparently. into some electrics and basically, read, yeah. yeah, some some flames were in the yeah. cockpit and it, it stopped out on the smoke. track there. Now, good. he could have still won the championship from standing there on the side of the track if Alan had DNF because Alan required to at least 14 or, or rather 15 points because on countback I think that yeah. uh, you would have found that uh, Bryce would have won so it robbed the viewers or the listeners because they were there at the track well they were so um, they listeners you're right the opportunity to really see a head to head battle with GT furthermore um, uh, a lap later David Wall's uh, RSR yeah. snapped a front right a lower control arm right in the middle brand new part I mean where Wonder. do you where, where, did, where does that come from yeah, and uh, also but he support- pitied, didn't he but he, like, they did fix it and he got back out but it was like he lost what 27 laps or something he did stupid. go out there he did go back out and yeah. circulate but his uh, championship championship hopes were uh, eroded pretty early in the event um also disappointing was the fact that uh, John Caius and uh, Will Davison in the Abcor Aston Martin oh, yeah. the DBR9 had uh, an ECU, ECU failure yeah, on, yeah. The, on the Saturday they flew some people out from ProDrive from the UK unable to get the car with the going new, with a new ECU well it was car, more still running on 10 it was more than the ECU obviously and uh, they did manage to, the car did sit in pit lane as the race started but he managed to get out there and, and, and put in quite a good performance I was sitting next to him at dinner at the GT Championship uh, um, um, Galar performance down there at the Novotel in uh, Glen Waverley um, and, but he was all pretty chirpy about it and he was, but, but he was only one second off the pace despite the fact that the car wasn't yeah. running exactly the way it should be so as you can That's see 
that uh, 116s versus 115s around there, that was a probably um, you know, a, a disappointing thing. Yet he, he's obviously a great, uh, a, a great stalwart of the GT Championship and good to have him there. The other disappointing thing was uh, for uh, Ted Huglin, who had got so strongly behind Alan at the beginning yes. part of the year in the Triple C Ferrari 360 GT, a Michelotto car, which was absolutely the car to have. As the longer races, um, uh, longer distance, well, not so much longer distance, but the longer straight races, where horsepower was going to be a factor, Oran Park, Simmons Plains and Sandown, it was required for Alan to change to that other car. Um, it's, it's very difficult for uh, for old Ted there. Uh, he did a very, very good job, though, as, as, as bringing the car there and teaming up with a brilliant driver, uh, Craig Baird, Yes. Who shone enormously at the Phillip Island round. And really enjoyed himself too, I believe. That's unfortunate, quite so, absolutely. And he, he loves his GT racing. Um, and uh, this is a this is a man who's come in the top ten with uh, Tony Tony Quinn yep. in a nine nine seven RSR at the Nurburgring twenty four hours. So he's certainly a driver who knows how to go fast and go slow at the same time. Um, yeah, he didn't actually get a chance to get in the car on race day. Ted elected to start the car, yeah. but an alternator failure, uh, and, and in fact then another one um, caused them uh, a significant times to be in the pit. Yeah. Having said that, it could have been a blessing in disguise because a, a, a wheel bearing failure was just about on the way there, so well, going down the back of Dandenong Road with a wheel bearing failure and a car like that, it could have turned it into a ball, yeah, so I too. suppose that, you know, it's, yeah. hard to, it's hard to cop. Yeah. But it nonetheless, um, Alan has ended up winning the championship. Uh, definitely not the way that Alan would have liked to have won a championship. No, he but would have having liked said to have that, won it fair and square with a race. But there you go. A championship is a championship. He managed yep. to lap the entire field in 45 minutes, and it was only uh, it was three four laps ahead. But it was only an errant plastic bag caught in the front air dam. <laughs> Bathurst revisited. Yes, Bathurst 2006 <laughs> in the Bell Electrical Triple uh, Eight car with uh, Richard Lyons. Yeah, same deal. But luckily he had enough time up his sleeve down the lap and uh, came in yeah. uh, uh, two, two laps, laps, two laps front, ahead yeah. of uh, second second place, which was the, um, help me here, JP, it was uh, Steve Johnson. Oh, it was, that's right. Steve yeah. Johnson yeah. and uh, Ian Palmer in the Gallardo right. followed yep. out in third place by Stokel. And, Stokel. Uh, yeah. Another Gallardo, yeah? No, it was uh, it's hard work. I'm, I'm working. It is, isn't it? Oh, no. Right. Stokel teamed up with um, Stokel, another 430, oh. and it was run by a very well-known bloke in the game that I just can't think but of his name right at the moment, and we all yeah. blah, blah, blah. And don't call you shortly. But it's been a long year. I mean, there's so is, many names. So yeah. It's just... Uh, There's so much yeah. happening now, and now we're in uh, that John Chulin in the oh, Industry true. Central. Uh, car. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Um, Whose wife Lynn does a marvellous job of taking photos behind the scenes for the GT Championship. Oh, really? And I'd like to go on also to say that, look, I think for the little time that I've been involved with it, it's been a very good uh, category to, to be involved with, and uh, uh, Terry Little puts a huge effort in to doing that. Um, and. Um, well, I think uh, yeah. Rachel Wag, who does the PR, basically manages all the all the all the people. Got a big bunch of roses there on the on the night yeah. to sort oh, of say thanks for all the hard times they've given you. Yeah. And uh, the PR's been good, thanks to our old friends um, Mike and Penny. 
right. a la Clipsal 500, yes. who've done a brilliant job there. So bring oh, yeah. it up. Who's uh, talking son? about Mike? His son. Tom's Mate. off to the US. He is. And, and he's going to become an ambassador for South Australia. How good is so that? So there you go. That's excellent. That's excellent. And apparently the um, uh, the car that he's been driving this year has got a much better aero package for next year in the US. So it'll be very, very interesting to watch. I suppose it's interesting to notice that the West sports car, the brand yes. West, is actually brought into this country as a joint venture between Mike Drew and Terry Little. Mm. So, um, no disrespect there, of course. Why wouldn't you get on the bandwagon and try and push that back? Obviously, you want more into the country. And, geez, it Absolutely. looked like it was a, a absolute uh, ripper in the Thundersport mark. Oh, it was a weapon. There's no doubt about that. So, uh, no, good on him. And he, he, he did a great job, too, and won the, won the championship. So, uh, you know, fantastic news. Another South Australian. That's what we like to see. So, now, what was I going to say? Now, GT, was, while we're still on GT, and we, we sort of really didn't leave it properly, um, next year, on the up and up, more uh, international drivers. Mate, I'm going to take the windsock off because yeah. it's not windy. And we'll see what the... Well, yeah, but if it starts... The windsock is off. Yeah, the windsock is off and it is not windy, you're right. But if the wind comes up, viewers, you might get the old... So, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I did ask if Johnny can some chips earlier on, but, you know, we've got nothing as yeah. usual. Pardon me. You were about to say something about GT. I already did. I what? said... That GT, there's supposed to be a lot of European drivers coming over next year, and the category is going to get stronger. Well, I thought you were talking about Garth Tander. No, I wasn't talking about Garth Tander. I was talking about the GT series. Wait, this morning I got on the internet and uh, go to one of my favourite websites that I do every morning just to see what's going on. Yes. In uh, the area of cool technology, and there, I have to tell you, let's rewind. Yes. Last let's. night. I'm sitting on the couch. I'm watching a bit of a TV yep, show. Yep, And uh, I thought to myself, I so want to play uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. And I know I have an old Sonic the Hedgehog in a, um, uh, what is it, a Sega Nintendo? Mega Drive. Oh, Sega. But yeah, I've right, lost yeah, the power supply to it. And yes. I thought to myself, I'm going to go out this morning and get a power supply for it. Yep. It'll all be so good. you can play Sonic the Hedgehog. Absolutely. Anyway, I did. Of course, I did. Because you're not pregnant, are you? No, I'm not. Why would that make any difference? Well, just because you suddenly had a hankering to play Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm having a glass of Heartland Shiraz again. A Ben Glatzer. Actually, that's a very good idea, too. From Langhorn Creek. Langhorn Creek. Add yourself a little Cooper's Lager. But let's not go off the fact that there I was, I went to bed thinking, I'm going to do that in the morning. Well, of course, you know, wake up in the morning, whole concept evaporated. The first website I went to, as one of the three that I religiously look at... Every morning. The first thing they go, Apple released overnight Sonic the Hedgehog, a full rendition of it for the iPod. Thank you very much. Five minutes later, $7.49 Australian. Through the iTunes Music Store, I'm playing Sonic the Hedgehog. On your iPod Classic. Wow. And you will know this because I've given you a little bit of a yes, up with did. it before. You gave and me you've a, had a bit preview of, of it, and, and Tom went... was telling me about it at work today. At, yeah, good not, is it? At the Nord Store, and it's awesome. Viewers, I have to say that I can remember my kids playing Sonic the Hedgehog. The music, the graphics, the whole thing is just absolutely identical. So if you've got... 
seven or eight year olds and uh, they're playing it it'll drive you nuts after half an hour guaranteed the downside is unfortunately <laughs> jp it's not available for the iphone which isn't available here or the ipod touch it's only available for classic nanos and fifth generation ipods with video <laughs> capability but that's probably okay they probably haven't worked out how to create a user interface how True. to play a game like that but by the same token, though, if you are projecting your um, iPod content through uh, Apple TV, then you're still looking at it on the telly. You're just using the iPod uh, click wheel to control it. And this is you, a, a segue to an upsell. Jeez, all you need to now is buy an <laughs> iPod TV with some cables now. and you have a large place. <laughs> you're selling big plasma at the moment, aren't you? That. Haven't you got a big deal on LCDs? I wish I did because I don't want to say that. Yeah. I'm waiting for the yeah, new year's sale. Yeah, it's a 1080i iPod. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> the one. You, you yeah. are ever the salesman uh, unable to deliver. Yeah, well, see, I was, um, I was Bart Simpson in that uh, personality test the other day. You never sent me yours back. I never did. What? Because you didn't do it. No. Slacker. Never do that. That's right. Don't read your emails. And hopeless. And anyway, it's uh, your turn. (laughs) It's your turn turn on the Christmas show. And you, mate, feel free to feel free to revisit the interesting moments of the year. Oh yeah, we could do that. But I mean, I just not just my. Heartland Shiraz, because that's a revisited moment. We've had Heartland Shiraz on another show. We have had them on many shows. Heifer got given a bottle of it today by Internode, and they also gave us new grey caps with orange logos and new echo holders. Jeez, can they not find people and pay them money to wear their logos, or do they give them to you now and force you to wear them? No, we don't have to wear them. What is it with 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 caps with logos? You know, people just like them. That's why. Are they affiliated with? You know, exactly. Zacharately, but you know, I might give them to someone else. I want to cover up that. So there you go. I want to anyway, cover up that, uh, you know, what that warning sort of effect going Russell's on. Russell's back in a hole. He is. He is. I don't know if he's happy and about has, it. I think he, well, he's, There's he's, a few grumpy shots there in the fiction shop. But, you know, he's bloody, he's Russell. He's, he's supposed to be grumpy. He's supposed to look tense, you know. That's the way he is. But he reckons he's happy. And it'll be interesting to see what he does next season. He's been sprouting on about, you know, it'll take us three or four races to get uh, find our feet. And, but we've got a lot of technology and we can surprise a lot of people and da 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 And so I'm really looking forward to actually uh, seeing him back behind the wheel of Holden next year and just seeing how well um, those guys do. Because they've got super cheap auto as well now. Uh, so there's a bit of money there. You know, I don't think that was what Paul Morris needed. Paul Morris already had the money. What he needed was a character to be part of the team that was willing to stand up with him yes. and, and argue back to him because everybody else was sort of, oh, well, they were sort of, look, they might have been good drivers, but yeah. they were sort of, oh, Because he's such Paul. a forceful personality yeah, and, 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 and Ingle's going to go, listen, go yeah. X yourself. yourself. Yeah, exactly. And the way to go. And through that, you gain respect. Yes. So and I it think it's a very good synergy. Yeah, because you know, we'll force each yeah. other to keep in uh, going up and up and up. So yes, yeah, so I actually think you know that's uh, that's quite a, a, a quite a good uh, spot for uh, Russell to go, and it's no, probably well, I wouldn't want to say it's the end Back of his days. No, but he's, he knows that he's he's heading towards the end of his days. So well, he he's gone back to the red that. team where he started. You know, I mean, well, what's he got? got all he's sorts of got... opportunities to go overseas. Oh, I'm not saying he's not doing sports, car racing, else, and this and yeah. that. 
But in V8 supercars, he's probably got like a two-year contract now. He might have an option on another two, and then after that, realistically, you know, let's face it, he's not got a lot left. Did you make a list of things that you want to talk about today, Jake? I might have Chapin? made a bit of a list. Oh, did, you get, did you get everything ready like you were supposed to? But oh, no, you didn't. You just ready. waited for me to arrive and set I, it up as usual. Excuse That's me. fine. I'm the one who's cooking <laughs> the uh, the uh, scallop potatoes in scallop a potatoes. cream and basil. Because we're going American now. We're oh, going are we? to America. Basil, not basil. Basil, basil sauce. No, give me With basil. herbs. No, don't tell me we're going to be having oregano next. Oregano. Instead of oregano. Oregano. Ste- oregano and basil. Steax. <laughs> you wally. Come on, mate. Uh, yeah, a bit of tech. bit of tech. Go. And barbecues. Last, yeah, I've got. But no, you'll be I've seeing that. No, you wait right till you see end, what I've got, I've got coming I've got a out for you. Special barbecue thing right at the when end. You all right, see what for all the viewers for for Christmas. Finals. A quick entree Beautiful. that they can do in Loving the barbie. It. All right, so that's all cool. Got that organised. Um, last week it was reported that Vodafone were going to spend five hundred million dollars over the next twelve months. Get that um, right. Accelerating their three G. Uh, roll out and getting the network up and running to compete with Telstra. So obviously 3G is the next big thing um, and with the iPhone now Apple saying that the next version thereof, which is probably going to be the version we'll get straight out of the box. A 3G, a 3G not rather. available to August or September in the US market. Yeah. We're looking at 2009 for the delivery Not necessarily, of that it might come straight in. Oh, I don't think they so. They might use us as a test market. I anyway, doubt it. Anyway, regardless, sorry, don't want to cut your lunch on this subject. 3G rollout is, is happening heavily. So that was last week's news. Then this week, Optus, who'd already said that they were going to be rolling their 3G network out, but it wouldn't be finished until mid-2008, have now committed as well that by the beginning of 2000 and... Sorry, I beg your pardon. 2008 is no the end of 2008 Vodafone are going to have spent their 500 mil and got theirs rolled out and now Optus have jumped on the same bandwagon and said that they will have their network finished by late next year as well so suddenly the 3G space has just gone absolutely mental how do you think that will be able to transfer to the Australian motorsport market the users of Vodafone uh, products obviously yep. buying 3G services and paying a premium for the video capability would want to be able to replay and watch perhaps V8 supercars in, in real time. That to me would suggest there has to be an alliance going on with V8 supercars. We've seen a huge change in the beer brands lately. Yes, Suddenly, that supercars now can spell four letters not two yeah x i mean x, like x. And i mean simplifying it for the because x you know well the teams are up there well exactly what does that say about the management at v8 supercars it just says that the more money they get they don't care where it comes from well they've got bad spell checkers well yeah maybe yeah but it's very hard to get vb mixed up with xxx x so um i don't know it, it, uh, the problem that I think that they've got is that V8 supercars have really got their ass in a vice on the basis that their exclusive content, their website, everything else is Telstra based. If you want to get streaming video, you have to be a Big Pond member. Uh, and so it goes and so it goes. So to try and get another carrier on board to deliver that content, 
I think it'd be very, very difficult unless there's just a sudden turnabout that let's just say Vodafone as part of their 500 mil uh, towards the end of next year, let's say in 10 months time, uh, at the end of next season, go, okay guys, we want to negotiate now, ditch Telstra and use us. You're absolutely right JP, I think it's, it's also a case that you will find that there are many of the main providers, when you go out of metropolitan areas, they hand off to other yes. providers, um, and I don't think those providers do a particularly good job. They must know who is not their 100% carrier, yeah. like IE, if you're Telstra, you've got coverage all around, yep. but if you're going with three, then you hand off to Telstra when you go yes. into the regional areas. They must know that they, they obviously must create. It's a, it's a, well, it's a, I mean, I read another article today about that, and apparently the ACCC's getting uh, the C's getting involved with a bun fight between uh, uh, Singtel Optus and Telstra on the basis that um, it's far too easy currently with the rules the way they are for um, Optus to turn around and say, "Oh, we don't have coverage in that area." <laughs> or we don't have a network there, um, we'll just use Telstra's network. And what Telstra are saying is, well, that's actually rubbish. We've got situations where Optus have got a cable that goes past the door, but they don't have the infrastructure to deliver from that cable into the house. So they're being supposedly, according to Telstra, lazy in inverted commas by not getting that infrastructure into place themselves. So, interesting. Quite rightly so, and you'll notice on terrestrial TV this week that uh, Channel 10, 10 has launched an HD HD channel. Um, it was actually uh, quite uh, uh, quite to my advantage the other night when uh, Bris Vegas wanted to watch something scheduled on the uh, printed page yep. uh, in the newspaper, but it was not actually on that. It was on 10 Digital. That uh, meant that she went off to her room <laughs> watch it on the small TV, and I ended up watching uh, Black Hawk Down in full HD oh, excellent. on uh, Sunday night. It was an excellent experience yeah. in uh, in full full HD 1080i, yeah, 1080p actually. Yes, I think yeah. it might be IRP, but I can't be sure. Probably P. But there you go. No, it's uh, certainly it's all turned around uh, uh, one hell of a lot. And congratulations to Channel 10. Now, we're in Adelaide here, viewers, and Channel 10, while we're talking to Channel 10, Channel 10 built a new station headquarters and new offices in Hutt Street. Excuse me, JP, have I got a moment to go and check on the roasted scalloped rosemary potatoes that we'll be having for dinner for a moment and leaving you here to chat to the viewers? Yes, you can leave me here to chat all right. to the viewers. I'll be back in the... So I'm just talking about bouquets and brickbats basically. Channel 10 here in Adelaide, going back about six months ago, moved into new premises in Hutt Street on the corner of um, Hutt and Wakefield Street. And I thought that the place looks very nice. Like it, it, it blends in with the local color. It, uh, it's not too over the top. It's quite nicely designed. Um, it's not outrageous or anything else and you know the the satellite dishes and all the other bits and pieces that TV stations need these days aren't too over the top unfortunately Channel 7 have just built a new headquarters down in front of the entertainment centre on without Port a Road. helicopter pad and it is an absolute 
I saw dog's breakfast. <laughs> Why would you build up? it down at Hindmarsh? It terrible. I know. Some of them are cut and shut. It's shot. an odd shape. Oh, it's I know. It's precast concrete crap. It's got this huge dish on the roof and then other stuff hanging Jeez, off. And if you were Channel mate, 7, wouldn't you want the Channel 10 deal? Uh, I mean, hello, you could just run some cables down the road. You'd be running Eclipse of 500 without having to run the helicopters in the air. Exactly. But, you know... Oh, well, that had just irked them to the And they've maps. got this little black thing on the side because it's a main road junction with like those little ticker tape, tick, 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 watch Channel 7 News tonight and all this sort of stuff running constantly all day. Looks like so 60s, it's not funny. Mate, I, walked, I, I actually drove past it the other day and I thought um, I thought they've been quite ingenious because they, they teamed up across the road with the fish market and they guess like thirty three <laughs> for green prawns on Christmas Eve. Well, that's what they'd be better off advertising that. it looked far more realistic yeah, and, than that and thing. P.S., you're going to have a, gl- have a <laughs> glass of beer with Glen Keeper at, uh, at the Argentinian Steakhouse Argentine on the corner. Right. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Well, that place is on the up and up. Maybe we should buy shares in that with Channel Bloody 10 moving in next door. Seven. Sorry. Seven what? The little place on its own? Yeah. Anyway. It's so interesting it's how the Channel 10 operation there in, in Hutt Street is I actually... I love it. It looks just yeah, classy. It's, it's turned, lovely. But it's turned itself into a... They've built a little cafe and, yeah, and, and down yeah, it's, yeah. it's like a new Chianti sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And every time you go past there, it's... Wow, well, let me tell you, it's a pickup spot. Is it? I wouldn't know about there's that, lots of, There's lots of hair rubbing yeah. going on. You know? <laughs> hair rubbing. <laughs> lots of girls rubbing hair and <laughs> hair kissing. Posing. You reckon they're posing? JP, I'm sorry about the snacks uh, tonight, but I thought that uh, I would bring out a traditional favourite, especially just to irritate uh, uh, Joshy in uh, LA, because yeah. you know how much he likes them. Does Mate, he? Barbecue shapes. Does he like barbecue shapes? Viewers. They're very Moorish. That's right. They are. You can start eating them and you can't put them down. I know. I like licking the Pizza top shapes off are better, though, I reckon. I like li- oh, the... No, you can't do that. I don't want to eat the, the biscuit. I just want the lick. You've got to do the crunching sound effects. Just eating cheese linder off. There's no cheese. <laughs> Speaking of cheesing linder off. Uh-oh. Well, actually, I was cheesing linder off. Mate, I have to tell you. And you heard it here first. Yes. You know, we did Classic Adelaide uh, a little while ago and mm-hmm. we felt that there was, um, came 22nd and 4th in class. Well, in, in the Piranha, well, I felt yeah. that, that some of the times were wrong and I put it in and said, come on, complain and this and that. I said, look, Paris Creek Long, the longest stage, 25 and a half kilometres. We did 11.21. Right. Base time was 12.07. We cleared it. Big time. We were yeah. fast on the stage, and the car was going to be fast. We knew we were going to be quick. In fact, only Cameron Waring, who won classic uh, in, 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 the, in the classic yeah. pre 1971 class, um, cleared that stage. So we thought, yeah, we're pretty, we're okay with that. But for somehow, they managed to screw up the times. Mm-hmm. And then I said, well, like, and I put a protest in the next day, and then nothing happened. And then I rang and I went and saw him, nothing happened. Two weeks later, I'm going, well, what's going on? They said, oh, well, you have to put your protest in before 7 p.m. I said, hello. Like, you have us down doing, like, over the podium, hello, you know, here's the thing yeah, around your shoulders, photos, all that rubbish, mm. you know, drink champagne, crap. And then 
go on and hang around there till 5.45. That's what you wanted us to do. Yeah. Then you want us to be at 7 for 7.30 at a black tie function. Mm. In between, you want us to get out of our race gear, secure our race equipment, go and analyse the data and make an analysis, which is not available electronically till later in the evening, yeah. to determine what's going on. And they went, yeah, yeah, you have to do it within, within that time, otherwise we can't take any sort of changes. Well, I said, well, that's wrong. And they went, yes, you're right, it is wrong. We're going to have to change that because not this year. we decided <laughs> to tell you that you came eighth outright. What? And second in class. Are you kidding? No, I'm not. I'm telling you, as it is. is as of right? yesterday, we, Casey and I, second in class and eighth outright at Classic. Fantastic. That's awesome. And if you put down the two times that the thing oh, went farting through the, through, the, through, the, through, the, through the carburetor, yep. and like we had a sticking throttle yep. on Gorge Road, pretty much all of it, and then another little bit of another stage which gave Keith Where a bit of a worry off, off. Yep. and an oil light that came on to show surge that we had to button off for it. That's all cool. We made a couple of tiny little mistakes here and there, one on day on corkscrew on day four or yep. day one yep, yep and yep. you know uh, maybe something uh, one 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 odd little push wide but nothing nothing mm. disastrous that means that i reckon we're on the cash for coming into lake mountain i reckon you've done very well so i'm pretty yep. pleased about that but there you go what i was getting back to was yes what the hell does cams know what the hell does classic adelaide know well so we'll be expecting a half price, actually, it'll be a free entry, but we'll negotiate it back to a half price, otherwise just bag the crap out of them, I suppose. No, you can't do that. Oh, can you? Wait, well, can a bit. Can um, you? What was I going to say? Now, you just got me going on something there. And I, oh, I was reading an article the other day about the demise of Australian rallying, like we've got no round of the world rally championship now. Um, Perth pulled the pin. Um, that thing that was supposed to be happening up in Queensland with local government backing and da 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 that was going to happen in a year never happened and now it's going to be another year and by the time they get their crap together it's highly unlikely that we'll even get another round of and what? oh yeah and I don't even know. the Australian Rally Championship has supposedly dropped in um, spectator numbers this year badly and there's a lot less interest in the whole rallying scene than there was at the heyday of um, that stuff uh, about two or three, four or five years ago. Um, so the guy who wrote the article, and I can't even remember where I read it, was intimating that tarmac rallying was actually going to get stronger and stronger uh, at the expense of regular rallying because it's not so tough on the cars um, it's easier to manage uh, it's not out bushing bloody whoop whoop that's difficult to get to and difficult to get spectators to so you know on what you're saying there with with you and Jack and, and Classic Adelaide uh, and then you're talking you know um, Mount Buller and these other events I think they're just going to get stronger and stronger Absolutely. I think there's a bunch of people that also want a change to move away from the modern categories. Now, I, look, hey, if I was driving an Evo 10 mm -hmm. and you saw them here at Classic Adelaide, well, I yep. want to be driving one as well. 
But it has it is away from the original formula about what the Targa events were. And remember that they were formed from Mille Miglia. Mm. Uh, and you would know much more about that from your European perspective. Sterling Moss. One of the best Mille Miglia drivers ever. Did he always have a barbecue shape in his no, mouth he didn't. when he talked? <laughs> you caught me there. I thought you were talking and I was going to... Oh, oh, I was handing oh, over to you, yeah. JP. Yeah, conned again. Yeah, you've got to read There's this a, stuff. Um, Look, if we're going to be running to doing the Top Gear gig next year, <laughs> I mean, like, you're going to have to follow on. Now, what is all this Top Gear oh, gig we'll business? talk about that later, but we've got plenty of stuff to talk about before... We do. We, well, now, what was going. that 35? What did you write 35 down for? Because it was 35 minutes we've been chatting. Ah, oh, is that right? It's not Rick Shaw's number because there's nothing to say about Rick Shaw. <laughs> and how have you spoken to him? Oh, lately? recently I have. Does he listen to us still? How are you, Rickles? Oh, oh, Rickles. He wouldn't know how to download from a, to an iPod, would he? I don't know. International probably would have spoken to you that he um, went to the Race of Champions at Wembley yes. on the weekend and said... I said, uh, of course, he made it, managed to put it on his Facebook account because he's being... Mm-hmm. It's interesting how he, he uses his Facebook account to, to and his status to actually go, look, this is what I'm doing and you're not invited. I'm going to the RAC, Wembley of Champions, and we'll be having... Canaps? 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 Tornadoes. Canapes. Canapes with, with Shoemaker. Canapes. Shoemaker. When he gets out of his cab. And, um, and I said, how was it, mate? How was it? And he went, ah, when actually it was, um, was, was not a very good event. It was dud. Really? Visually. He goes, oh, I said, why were you far away? He goes, he wouldn't allude to that because obviously he was up in the, in the fast stores. In the boonies. Yeah. yeah. And Pay couldn't get a free ticket in when anyone loved him because he's obviously sort of <laughs> smoking it more than he thinks he is. Um, but, uh, you know, through his uh, new uh, Christmas Geek. edition of um, uh, Super League Formula. Formula binoculars that he was given <laughs> with a signature from his Rio mates. Um it was obviously a cheap version, and he couldn't see much of what was going on. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, so, uh, International, we'd just like you to know that Matty Ekstrom, the twice DTM yes. uh, driver, DTM, that's a German touring car championship, which uh, have silhouette bodies, which have uh, Formula One underpinnings, in case you weren't up to speed on that, um, <laughs> won um, up against Michael Schumacher. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. Hmm. Pretty, pretty schmink, though. Poor old. Well, you know, poor old Michael. But Michael, he's in trouble mate, with Michael cabs, airlines, in, in WOC. He went I back mean, to something the other day. Even wearing the wrong coloured race suit the other day. Got within point two of a second of the fastest lap or something within about one of three a cab laps. driver lap. Yeah. <laughs> Around Frankfurt. Now, while we're talking of old Formula One drivers. Martin Brundle's got himself in a whole heap of hot water. He would, and 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 especially when he goes out to a Japanese restaurant with Martin Blundell. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Apparently, he writes a column in. I know it's the Times or the Sunday Times. I think it's the Sunday Times. Before you say anything, JP, it's always up and it's always and it's ebb and flow. You're up, ka-ching, cut your legs off. Got to go yeah. down. Yeah. Well, he's been going very well. I mean, let's face it, he does a lot of good TV coverage and everything else. And he's got a right to an opinion. And on the weekend, by all accounts, he was bitching and moaning big time about the fact that McLaren got so um, 
heavily penalised for the spying scandal, and Renault got away with absolutely nothing. Um, he's calling for uh, Mosley to get uh, get the shove, and now he's in some very very hot water. And um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. How I, it all turns I think out. That, that that's quite right that he should be in hot water because his commentary position is not uh, a venue or or a, or a forum for him to to bring that sort of communication. Yeah, but he's allowed to have the his world own motorsport point of view. council. Has, yes, he's allowed his uh, he's allowed an opinion. But we all need to put the damn thing to bed. The fact is that there has been a finalisation by the World Motorsport Council. Yes, there has. Because there's an appeal by McLaren again that's not going to be heard until Valentine's Day next year. Mate, it is already finished as of this morning. It's finished. The whole thing has gone to bed. They will be not inspecting the McLaren 2008 car. They'll be free to go and run whatever Ferrari continues to do yeah, in the Italian and for Italian, there is no, no, not be heard until Valentine's Day next year, I'm February sorry. 14th I'm sorry but uh, as if you are watching the ABC movie show you're wrong well we'll wait and see them won't we we will, but at so the end of the day we've got to move on from it and I think finalisation is a good thing there will be some, there's some civil issues going on in Italy and uh, and uh, and and uh, Britain, but from a sporting perspective, there is no more carry on with legal arguments, and I think that's good. Let's get on with the damn thing and go on and see all these new drivers, uh, Kovalainen and gone into McLaren and yeah. um, Alonso gone oh, back to Renault and blah, 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 yeah, blah, all blah. of that. That's all got to happen for sure. But I, I don't know. I mean, being an ex-pom, I suppose to a degree, I am. And you know that the POMs, doesn't matter how long... Like, I've been out here 30 years now. But it doesn't matter how long you've been out here, you still hate the bloody froggies, you know? They just... They just oh, I shits. just... I, I don't and know how you so, see that. I spent two and months it's just the thing this year with the French, and I absolutely oh, look, I've been it. over the France, and I had a ball one. I was over there. But it's just one of those things with the POMs and the French that you just cannot, cannot ever see eye to eye for whatever reason. And... It's like McLaren have had the big stick bashed around their ears and Renault have got away scot-free. And it just, it's, it's just that feeling that it ain't fair. If so you anyway, happen to have the latest Macintosh, you'll have a copy of iLife 08 probably on it included. And can you believe it? Apple's gone back and changed their policy about charging people for ringtones. Suddenly, GarageBand 4.11 allows ringtones up to 30 seconds to be created freely within GarageBand and exported to your iPhone. So long as you have one point... Well, what other phone? Why would you be doing ringtones? You don't even be doing it for an iPhone. As long as you have 1.1.2. Now, there's a little bit of a sneaky suspicion here. They're going, huh, let's do this. And, well, okay, we'll, we'll give it give the free thing away probably didn't work anyway people weren't prepared to pay 99 cents yes. for the ringtones yeah but it also might go huh, you got a hack click that button and upgrade suddenly your phone's bricked and ah, uh, my friend who has a 111 phone who after serious consultation do not press this 112 button has managed to upgrade his phone to 112 let me tell you the thing is dead is that right? There's nothing I can do with it, and I've had the greatest minds in the world, including the bloke in a wheelchair, and um, <laughs> we're going nowhere. <laughs> you fool. He's got an iPod. Yeah, whoopie-doo. 
but I told him. Well, so there you go. There's there's two two train two trains thoughts here. Jeez, I'm, two trains. Am I slurring or was this a too no, much? No, you're not slurring, but you're getting close. I'm getting close to yeah, slurring. You are. Christmas. Merry Christmas, viewers. It's Christmas. Yeah. Johnny's on it. I am. It's either. Hey, here's a little added bonus for Christmas, or. Come on, let's come to 112 and brick your phone up. Anyway, yeah, but way, someone, will, someone will get around it. That's right. Eventually, so, it'll, you know, it'll all go away. It's been a great year for Marcus Ambrose, hasn't it? It's been a fantastic year for Marcus Ambrose. He's uh, he's, he's done very well with the uh, the whole NASCAR and uh, Nexus, Nextel, Cup, blah, blah, blah um, stuff. Um, I hear he was back over here in... Uh, in Australia um, about two weeks ago. I don't know if he's still here now. He may well be for um, for Christmas. But uh, he apparently was instrumental in setting up the whole of uh, Dale Earnhardt's uh, V8 test with, um, with Sarah May. Um, and, uh, yeah, apparently uh, Earnhardt was very impressed with, uh, with the car and uh, with the way that everything went. And uh, he, he basically he's acknowledged that uh, Ambrose has um, uh, set everything up for him and um, given him a great time while he's been down here. Um, Ambrose himself has actually um, been in the news, I noticed, in auto-fiction um, because he, uh, he dismissed a V8 supercar comeback. Um, but he reckons he has investigated the possibility of maybe coming back to do a Bathurst round or whatever. But, of course, it clashes with uh, with what he's doing in the US. That'd be because uh, Crush had a 41st, 41st birthday. Or maybe it was the 40th. Well, been on for a week, I hear. Well, yeah, well, so I heard. I saw uh, International's uh, dad, Dennis, today. And uh, he was up in uh, Queensland last week and uh, reckoned that uh, it was a very big birthday bash the old Crusher had. Nice so, no, it's not helicopters the... and race meetings and nice well, that's horse invited. race meetings. Uh, only 200 people, apparently. And a watch even bigger than yours, by all accounts. I noticed you got a new one on there, Johnny. Let's uh, review the year by the drivers. Oh, we're not, no, not going to take any notice with... of that, are we? No, we're not. Uh, uh, Why not? Oh, would you like to have a look? It's a uh, new Maurice Lacroix. Yes. yes, it's the uh, uh, well, mate. I uh, looks very flash. I like the silver with the gold uh, uh, bezel. Bezel, good word. Let's look back at the year in review by our drivers. Jack okay. Ellsgood, well, up until the final round. I mean, he couldn't put a foot wrong. A few, no, uh, you know, up down. Great challenge there with uh, Grant Johnson, but uh, what's to be what's to be said? You know, four laps from the end, they're both champions attire. Yes. A tyre blew out and took, uh, you know, a, a, a series of events now, to, I've been to reading make him a bit lose about the that. championship. Anyway, and, they're, both, they're both good. And going into it in a little bit more detail, and the only question I have, and this is not put, this is not a slur on the team, and this is not a slur on Jack, certainly. Give me the watch back. However, um, a number of people appear to have had tyre issues at the circuit uh, in previous seasons. Um... Should they have been a little bit more on their toes and and maybe uh, change the tyre before the last race? I don't engineer the car. 
So um, no, I know uh, you don't, but I'm just—I'm purely speculating here. It would appear from from a a conversation I had with um, with Grant Johnson a day after, and I think we talked about this previously. uh, That yeah, there that is an abrasive circuit that that can cause cause issues uh, with the tyres. So mate, yes, I suppose that's it. Let's respect a wonderful thing. That's let's moving say. on, Alan. Okay, we had a great yep. GT, GT championship, uh, fifth at Bathurst, um, um, and the uh, standard performance pretty much there at the uh, at Sandown. Led the Le Mans championship all year uh, with Rob Bell in the Virgo Ferrari 430 GT2 was absolutely going to be the uh, the. Uh, the uh, European GT champion, yes. or pretty much the Le Mans GT2 champion, he, his um, his task was um, was cut short of both simply because he was committed to driving the Vodafone Falcon at the Sandown 500. You can't be at Silverstone there at the same mm-hmm. time. Nonetheless, a very very good effort. Um, one target Tasmania, uh, one one rally Tasmania led yes. target Tasmania for two days. Until um, uh, a, a corner, yeah. a corner that hadn't woken up, <laughs> a corner that was a little bit colder than one would have thought. Mm. It might have been a seven right, but, but there you go. It was shady in the morning. Mm. It was probably an eight and a half. You know, Experience when the sun again. gets on it's it, the, the corners they yeah. open up, they become. Anyway. And Ben Searcy, his co-driver, a great job, yes. who will be rejoining Alan, I must say, to take on another attack of Target Tasmania, thanks to uh, the generosity of Paul Carter at Homeland Centre Australia, Yeah. in the Evo 9. Excellent. Marcus Zekanovic, well, he has had an up-and-down year. I think he's finished on a pretty good note. Uh, the the weirdest of things, you know, the, the thing hitting the bloody kill switch on the yeah the tire issues right at the beginning it's of the odd year. because you know he, he's cars good mm. and uh, and, and the people, are, people around him are good he just probably and i said it to him and I, i'm not, not afraid to say this i said mate i don't think we can have these social nights yeah um not to say that there's any booze or anything going on like that it's just you know, it's in his nature as the personality of the year. It's his nature to to give to people. Yeah. And so he attracts people. But I think that he will now have to move to a let's get quiet. Yep. Um, I go home with my engineer. I have dinner with my engineer. And, and I don't have interaction from other people. I turn my phone off and I go to bed and I wake up. And that's You're what talking I do. about being more focused, basically. I think his focus is very good. Yeah. But it's hard to define what the, the focus of the focus should be yeah. the first year in. Yeah, and I think and first year you, in's first year in. He was feeling his way. Now he's got a better idea of He's a guy who gives happens. everything back to the sport. Yeah. As, and as he, he, as and I think next year he'll go gangbusters. I honestly do, and I really hope he does. Because he's a lovely guy. Good on you, Marcus, and I know you listen. So next year, mate, get in there. Amber Anderson um, has uh, done very well uh, to, with an all-girls squad there at uh, the Bathurst uh, 12 Hour, who's already signed up to do the yep. Bathurst 12 Hour again. Has had a bit of a mediocre performance, I must admit, with uh, 944 this year. I think she's been let down by some external uh, components there, engine building and, and, and incorrect components. And 
and probably also as a lawyer, a busy, uh, a, a busy business life. Are we talking lack of focus again? I'm not necessarily specifically saying lack of focus, but, no, but you know what JP, uh, if you're busy, it's hard to relax well, and get into it. Yeah, yeah, some it. nights, some That's nights right. I'm useless. That's why we didn't do a show last week. It is because I was useless, viewers. No, no, I wouldn't say lack of focus. I'd just say. Um, must focus better. Yes, on right, what's okay. on what's 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 going Required. on. Required. Um, Lars Eric Nielsen, um, yes. who uh, I was uh, happy to uh, work with at the Le Mans Twenty Four Hour with Alan with the Orlando Italian team, um, and and has done did very well there. Um, Lars is is fifty six years old and uh, not unable to pay his own way through it. Nonetheless. He, he strongly uh, focuses on how can I drive race cars and get um, input from uh, commercial partners, not yep. necessarily from a financial point of view, but how can we together ride a role and, 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 and give a return for everybody. Um, looking forward now that he will be doing uh, the Le Mans series. Next European year. Le Mans series. European Le Mans the series. series. Well, they call it Le Mans series. Yeah. And and significant American Le Mans series races with Tafel Racing starting off, no doubt, in um, uh, in late January or just yep. after Daytona or early February, uh, the Sebring, the bumpy Sebring mm. 12 hour at uh, Don Panos's uh, airport operation in Florida. Don Panos incidentally owns several other racetracks, oh, yeah. as you well probably well know. Road, Road Atlanta. Road Atlanta and um, most sport. Mm. And there's a couple of got some golf courses nearby, a bit of a passion of Don's. So I think Lars will do very well next year and I'm sure we'll be uh, trying to get him down here. Perhaps we could even get him down here for the 12-hour race. That'd be excellent actually. If we could get the, uh, the category just up to up, up the ante a little bit. Yep. No, and finally, um, Bryce Washington, who I've only recently late come starter. into... To, yeah, Lake Starter. And, and late from, in, in, in terms of uh, hot Our involvement. Yep. Um, my absolutely great guy. And I, I I had a wonderful night out with him, with Alan, on the uh, at the final night after the... Philip Island. And he was down there on the grid with me uh, after... For the... For the you know, the celebration. Mm. He is a super bloke, and you can just see he's a very quiet, you know, achieved, but doesn't need to be. Not doesn't big note himself. Doesn't. Yeah, uh, yeah. I yeah. can't quite put my finger on yeah. it yet, but he'll go a long way, and he doesn't require a lot of pats on the back. But yep. it was very tough for him, and uh, he was a worthy contender. And I think just as Jack Ellsgood and Grant Johnson should be considered equal champions. Yes. Bryce and Alan should also be considered equal champions in, in GT. Yeah, very good. Right, that's it from me, I think. That's it. Okay. So, I've got to go and check on the... Yeah, you the do. Boxes. Yeah, make sure they're not overcooked. Don't want that. Um, well, I don't know how long we've been going, but... Uh, we must be getting near the end of the uh, special Christmas show because I'm getting starving hungry. I have to say it's gone eight o'clock, viewers, and uh, you know we usually finish the show by eight, but uh, never mind. Um, the race of the year in 
autofiction is down as Bathurst. I don't know whether Bathurst is the right venue for the race of the year. Um, it was a great race and Lounsey did do exceptionally well. But I don't know whether it actually just, you know, deserves to be down as race of the year. Oh, Johnny, they are just humongous viewers. If you could see these stakes, it will be another one of those photo moments in a second. Have a go. Where we, where we have the photos of the stakes uh, as the hero shot on the webpage, I think. They are nasty. I think it's got it. In fact, right here now with the Cooper's Lager and the microphone oh, and the stakes and the auto fiction open underneath the plate. I think that is just the ultimate hero shot for the uh, for the website. Um, now, I was going to start rabbiting on about some uh, Christmas barbecue uh, stuff in a second, but I'm not sure, because Johnny's just disappeared of course, whether or not he's got anything else to say. But I know what I'll do in the meanwhile, is I'll just tell you viewers that I had a big surprise last week that uh, a guy who I used to work for back in the UK, now we're talking, I've been out here 30 years now, so uh, this guy was actually my first boss and I was his first apprentice, and I got an SMS that arrived last Sunday that said, Oi, you, are you there? I'm coming out to uh, Adelaide, um, what's going on? And so I'd just like to say hello, Mike, how are you? Because uh, Mike I'm going to send him a Mike Hammond. I'm going to send him a link to the show so that he can listen to us prattling on before Mike he Hammond, comes out. Mike, Mike Hammond on like uh, on Mike Hammond, uh, mate. Mike Not Hammond. Hammond, like as in Richard Hammond, as in no, you as know, in as in Mike gear. Hammond, as on on so on the uh, 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 what Channel Five on Qantas. Don't know. JP, I'm trying to get this set up. What are you doing? I'm trying to get it set up. Oh, there we go. Oh, so you can get in the oh, shot too. Yeah, the have you got the stakes too. though? I think we've got the stakes. You're, we we've need the lager seconds. around there. I'm going through it. And the here dog's here. As long as the dog's not got a nose in the stakes, get we're the all right. Get the stake up. Hey, viewers. Now, we're taking this photo live. Oh, here we go. Oh, I better do another one. Yeah, you better have. <laughs> anyway, dogs, you got... Um, dogs has got bloody... Burrs everywhere, Johnny. I know she is. You need to give her a big brush. Tell you, dogs. You need a brush, no, mate. Here's the steak. Oh, there's the steak. Wow, look at those viewers. <laughs> okay. Them steaks. Them's a real steaks. Right. So, see them on the. So we'll be barbecuing them a bit later on. Now, have you got anything else to say? Because, because I do I actually have. Finish up with um, a barbecue. Th uh, thing so, <laughs> Mate, I do actually enough. have. Well, that's good. I do have something to All say. All right, what have you got to say then? I have to say that my outdoor furniture is really needing a bit of a service. I mean, it have is. a go at this. Yeah. It's not the spit bridge. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's falling apart, Johnny. I've got something, one routine thing them. to say. Mate, uh, starting early in January, yeah. we'll be launching. A new variation of Radio Hotlap. Don't worry, the irrelevant, irreverent JP, Johnny and Rust and a few people will be here to do things. As but we'll be normal. launching a new, possibly video version. I think it's going to be video, but everyone video, might be saying it'll be video and audio. But people, but it, uh, people are going to want video, though. They want to see our ugly Shut mess. up. What? It's going to be called 
votorsport.com. V-O-T-A-S-P-O-R-T. If you want to go to that www.votorsport.com, you'll find a, a social website that allows you, the user, to freely interact with other users, post a link of an interesting story that you see on the website, a website, another website, but it's up to you to describe how good it is so that other people will go, this is an interesting story. The three topics we have for you are, number one, yeah, motorsport. Oh, well, of course. I thought you were going to be more specific. Two, technology. And cool gadgets. And three, barbecues. And Australian roasts. Everything that uh, Radio Hotline... Pretty much what we've done. Except this time, we'll present it based on what you want us to present instead of what we talk about. So we're changing the whole thing. Time crap. Yeah, absolute rubbish. (laughs) So (laughs) all you people who send us emails going, why don't you do this, why don't you do this? Well, you've got to get onto Votorsport and send it to us and then we might do it here's the deal Votorsport that's where we talk about what you want us to talk about Radio Hot Lap is where you we talk our own rubbish put up with us talking rubbish about what we want to talk about just like we're at the pub www.votorsport v-o-t-a-s-p-o-r-t dot com thanks for listening all year viewers and Uh, no it's it's alright viewers don't worry about Johnny I've still got to do my barbecue thing yet oh no I'm signing off. Oh, you're signing off. All right, well, I'll just carry on on my own then. Off you go. All right, well, so this is just a very quick and easy thing to do for the entree on Christmas Day. Running or if you're having, the time. If you're, uh, oh, shut up. Uh, if you're uh, having the, uh, you know, having the seafood on Boxing Day or whatever. If if you're like me and you don't like cold... Server download Shut up. <laughs> if you're like me and you don't like cold, snotty oysters... This is the way, exactly. This is the way to have them so they taste deluxe. Now, for those of you who like Kilpatrick but don't really like the way a lot of uh, hotels and, and uh, restaurants dish them up because... Well, late, cold and uncrisp. Yeah, uncrisp on top and still raw underneath and, you know, still cold, basically. Those miserable. They are. This is the way around it. What you do is if you've got your standard barbecue with a hood, you go and rush out and you get a dozen oysters... And at the same time, you get some chopped bacon, of course, and some Worcestershire sauce, because you've got to do some for Kilpatrick. So you just allocate four for Kilpatrick. Then you get some sweet chilli sauce and some feta, really crumbly feta cheese. And then you've got four allocated there. And then you can get some either barbecue sauce or if you prefer some oyster sauce, funnily enough, um, and chop up really fine some uh, spring onions and even add a little bit of finely chopped chilli to the spring onions if you like and you just lay your dozen oysters or two dozen if that's how many you uh, you're going to do lay them out on your grill um, for those of you who aren't technically minded the grill's the bit where you can see the flames the hot plate's the bit where you can't see the flames so you whack them all on the grill um, you get your paintbrush out and you need a decent brush with normal like nice bristles not these nylon jobbies that everything falls off of and uh, they go all gnarly and you paint either your Worcestershire sauce by the way 
if you go Leon Perrins or any of the regular Worcestershire sauces, you can actually just blob, 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 blob it on out of the bottle. But if you go for the new Super Deluxe Beerenberg Worcestershire sauce, which comes from South Australia. Um, Cooper's Beerenberg sauce? Well, Cooper's Beerenberg sauce. On that early in the Cooper's Beerenberg sauce you could use, but you can use... Beerenberg have also got a good Worcestershire sauce. So you paint that on, the, uh, on your oysters. Um, and then you sprinkle your spring onions on, uh, uh, sorry, your Worcestershire sauce, you go the bacon, the um, sweet chilli sauce, you brush on and you go the crumbly feta, and then the um, oyster sauce or barbecue sauce or even the Cooper's Beerenberg barbecue sauce, you go uh, with the spring onions slash spring onions and chilli, chopped really fine. Um, just half shells, uh, oysters in there, get the gas going up to about half strength, close the lid, wait until you see the temperature starting to rise and get up to about 200 degrees. Um, turn it back down then and to, uh, to sort of low to medium. Um, five minutes, then turn the gas off, leave them underneath there for about another two and you should then be able to lift the lid on the barbecue and they are super deluxe oysters that you will absolutely love. Quick, easy, perfect for pre-Christmas dinner. They don't pop open, they're not ready. No, you buy them half shell. But I was just talking about the unpopped <laughs> We're not ones. talking about mussels. Coffin bait. You can do mussels. From Dennis, the stingy bastard. <laughs> you can't say that. Yeah, well, so there you go, Vio. So with any oysters. That's the, uh, the big Christmas schmear and... Uh, yeah, well, we hope you have a really good one and a great new year. And uh, we'll see you next year. Now, I'm actually away on an elongated break, so I don't know what Johnny's going to do come January. But I'll certainly be, uh, if any of you are unfortunate enough to be heading up towards Cairns or Port Douglas, um, you may bump into me and... Uh, and Several my, ex-wives. <laughs> and my new non-ex-wife. And uh, I don't know if so we there you go. And I'll be back on. Woof, 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 Come on. No, dogs <laughs> nah, isn't going to do it. Oh, well. All right. Thanks for listening, viewers. Thanks, viewers. See you. Good Next night. Year. Merry Christmas. In 2008. See you in 2008. Yep. Our viewers, just when you thought it was safe and to uh, leave us alone and go on holidays for Christmas, I've just remembered that there was something that I really, really wanted to talk about today. Uh, on the Teco side, because I think it is an absolute milestone. Is this 71.1 JP? Are we going into the yeah, point? We're in the point. point. Yeah, we're in the point. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter. Oh look, can mate, you this get is just your... important? It's I don't know. Next Sunday, the 23rd of December marks the 60th birthday of something that is incredibly important to life as we know it nowadays and the gadgets we use. What is it? Absolutely. It's uh, uh, um, uh, Edison's uh, involvement with a uh, the light bulb. No. What? It's the birth of the transistor. Well, yeah, that's On right. December the 23rd, the 1947. Deal. I mean, would never been able to require them. Bell you? Labs researchers Bill Shockley, Walter Bratton, and John Bardeen demonstrated the first well transistor. Read. Jeez, who's done some research well, for the first I have. time this year? And that's why we had to come back and actually tell the viewers about it. Because I think the transistor has changed the world and the way we live it. For those of you viewers who are actually older than 
late 40s, you'd probably still be able to remember what valves look like. Can you, you remember valves, Johnny? Like dildos. Well, yeah, clear glass ones with glowing red bits in the middle. Well, it gets worse, doesn't it? Real big. But, yeah. <laughs> but valves were the only thing that you could use back then. And suddenly the transistor came along and by the time the mid-60s arrived and they were making them in quantities and making them economically and they'd improved on the design, valves went out the window and we became a transistorised society. And the rest viewers is history but I just thought it was a very important milestone it couldn't wait until we came back after the holidays next year so when you're sitting down eating your Christmas lunch listening maybe to some music in the background from your hi-fi or you sit down in the afternoon after you've eaten your Christmas lunch and stick a movie on the TV or whatever just think you're just celebrating the 60th birthday plus two days of the transistor so there you go Merry Christmas once again Merry Christmas viewers Good night. Good night. Now listen, what? when are you going to have that check with management? <laughs> what when do you think we're coming back after the New Year's? I think we talked about this. Well, 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 it's it's obviously not until the 20-something, well, because I'm not back on deck till the 21st, just and I've got to go to bloody Kadena. Well, it's not. You're right. You'll have to just get some ring in me in. What's Mr. Chris Vegas doing on the side of the street?